Hi, I'm Elise, and this is the Courage Project podcast, a place where I share vulnerable and open conversations about the ways I am choosing to live more consciously and to return to who I truly am. May this be a sanctuary for you to meet more of yourself and to embrace the fullness of life. I usually record an intro after the episode, kind of in a recap knowing exactly what I've spoken to, but today I'm actually recording a few podcast episodes because I have access to a microphone that my friend has while I'm traveling with her, and I want to pack in as much recording as I can while I have access to this so I can show up consistently and consistently connect with you as much as possible in this space. Now, about five minutes ago, between recording episodes, I took a little break. I went outside and I sprawled out onto the grass like a star and gazed at the clouds for a few minutes. It was bliss. And I appreciate being able to do that, just lay in the grass so much more. Because in Bali, something that I've found is very lacking is grass. Just open grass grass to lay in. So I definitely crave and appreciate moments where I can just lay in the grass. (laughs) Anyways, I was thinking about the situation that I was in in that moment. Very nature girly, moss bitch energy. And how I was about to get up and go record this more high energy episode about claiming your power and stepping boldly into the energy that you want to embody. And as I was comparing these two situations, these two energies that were happening almost simultaneously, I found myself questioning, can't it all just exist? Can we embody the boss bitch energy and get shit done, yet also embody the moss bitch energy and lay in the grass and hug trees? And the answer, yes, Duh. (laughs) It by no means has to be one or the other. Just because you are one thing and you fit into one label or identity does not mean that you can't be anything else, especially anything that seemingly opposes the qualities of that one thing. And I think this is something that I've been battling with a lot lately as I begin to navigate changing a little bit of the energy that I've been existing in. Since I've been existing a lot in a feminine, flowy, that like moss bitch energy and not actually doing a lot and showing up a lot in a more masculine boss bitch way, I have been questioning a lot within myself, like how as I navigate the change between the two, how does that one energy of the moss bitch energy still fit into my life moving forward into doing a little bit more and wanting to create something more for myself in a more structured and rigid way that maybe doesn't quite fit that like nature girly identity. And so my answer to that is it all gets to exist. I can be all of those things simultaneously. They don't have to exist in a mutually exclusive world. So anyways, little hype girl talk over. In the rest of the episode today, we have even more fiery chats about creating the necessary changes to claim the energy you want to embody, and we address and shine light on some obstacles that might show up in doing so. 
And I guide you through a little visualization meditation <laughs> to give you a felt embodied experience of that energy that you are trying to claim. So without further ado, let's get in to the juice of the episode. I've been wanting to experience change in my life, but I haven't actually made the change myself, particularly in the energy that I want to show up to life with. I've been wanting to have a stronger presence in the places that I show up, to be more confident in myself. And I'm at a point right now, I'm at like this precipice point where I'm realizing it is time for me to live more courageously in going for the things and experiences that I want. And not just the things and experiences that I want, like that sounds so surface level, but the things that I desire on a deeper level, the desires that are on my heart. Now it seems obvious, but for things to change, you need to actually create the change. You need to create the change that you want to experience. It's probably nothing you've never heard before, but for me, in my situation, my travels, if you don't know, I've been traveling for the past seven or so months around Asia, and I've been completely uprooted for the majority of this time. So in my situation, being this travel experience, there has been so much in my external world changing so frequently. And amidst digesting all the experiences that I've been having in my external world, I haven't had the capacity to allow the changes that have been going on underneath the surface in my inner world to play out in my external experience of reality. And I haven't had the capacity to create changes that I want to experience from my own authority, not just as a victim of the environment changing around me or the location that I'm existing in changing around me. And being in this state of feeling stuck in my internal world, in my own authoritative change, has left me feeling unsteady in my sense of identity and confused about what it means to be an Elise in this world. With so much going on externally around me, I started to lose sight of what it actually meant to be me. So I'm at this place now where something just feels like it's missing, or even slightly outside of my grasp, like I can almost reach it, but it's just not quite there. This something being the part of me that would make me feel complete, make me understand who I am and what it means to be an Elise in this world. And I'm almost beginning to actually get used to this feeling at this point in living a life largely led by my heart and my soul. But this feeling of incompleteness and uncertainty does still shake me. It still makes me feel unstable. It still makes me feel a little bit lost in my life's path. But what I have to remind myself is that everything I am, I ever have been, or I ever will be, already exists within me. So that thing that I feel like is just slightly outside of myself, just slightly beyond my grasp, actually already exists within me. It's there and it just needs to be uncovered. It needs to be remembered. And knowing that everything I need is within me, I see the necessity to have faith and cultivate the courage 
to take the next step, even though I do feel like it's a little bit blindsided, even though I don't fully know what's coming next or where it's going to lead. So as I start to contemplate what are these pieces of me that I'm needing to uncover to make myself feel a little bit more whole, what is it that I'm feeling called to lean into, this energy that I'm feeling called to cultivate, to feel more empowered to step up in my life and feel like more of myself? And if everything that I need is already within me, how can I actually uncover what that is? How can I see within myself? Well, I like to think of it in this way. We are all mirrors of each other. So when you see a trait in someone else that you admire, you're only seeing it because it exists within you. And we're also very attuned to pick out the things in other people and in other experiences that are reflections of what is alive in our inner world in that moment. So notice when you find yourself looking up to others. Notice those things that you admire in others. What is it about that person that makes them aspirational? Now, of course, I'll just throw this in here. This mirror analogy also goes the other way about the aspects we judge or criticize in others. But that's a conversation for another day. And sometimes we don't even need to be able to put words to the feeling or the energy that we want to step into in order to step into it. So this is the part where it becomes important to be able to feel it in your body, to lean into the energy that you want to embody to become the version of yourself that you want to be and claim that energy as your own because you are it. You are that energy. And maybe you don't even have a word for it, but you can just feel it in every cell of your body. This right here is magnetic as heck. So with that, let us lead into this meditation visualization that I've got planned for you. I'm super excited to lead you through it. This one is probably best done where you can close your eyes and really focus in on the feeling in your body. So if you're driving or maybe even walking, I would suggest to revisit it later. But you can always listen in and get an idea for what it's going to be like now if you would like. If you are in a position or a location where it is accessible for you to settle your eyes for a few minutes... I invite you to settle into that position now. Feel the parts of your body that come into contact with the ground. And notice the earth holding the weight of you. Notice your natural breath. As you bring attention to it, your breath may naturally deepen. If you haven't already, settle down your eyes. Begin to lengthen your inhales and your exhales. Breathe with conviction right into your solar plexus area the area of your body right below your sternum and about halfway between your belly button and your heart. Inhale, pouring your breath 
into the solar plexus area and exhale long and convicted breath continue to breathe that way through your nose or your mouth whatever is most comfortable for you Continuing with this breath, I invite you to contemplate the following question. What is a trait that you would love to embody more of? If no trait comes up, that's okay. Without even needing to put words to it, can you tap into the feeling you'd like to embody? As you continue to breathe into this solar plexus area, notice a little ball of brilliant yellow gold light forming, pulsating with every breath. That ball is the pure energy of the trait or feeling that you are wanting to embody. With each breath, that brilliant golden yellow ball of energy slowly grows bigger and bigger, filling up more of your being, radiating brighter in all directions. As it grows, the energy consumes and dissipates any fears or limiting beliefs that have held you back from fully embodying that trait or feeling until now. See them burn in the pathway of this golden energy. Once this energy reaches the boundaries of your torso, watch as it expands out along your arms and your legs, growing bigger and bigger until eventually it fills the very tips of your fingers and toes and it becomes all of you. You are fully consumed by this brilliant golden yellow energy. What does it feel like to be you in this moment? Bask in the aliveness of that trait or that feeling within you. It is you. Now, with each exhale, that brilliant golden energy begins to shrink back in on itself. First, leaving your fingertips and toes. Retracting along your limbs. Then gathering from the edges of your torso to collect itself back into a ball once again in your solar plexus area. The ball of energy continues to shrink now back into the tiny ball that it once was at the very beginning of this visualization. 
and even more until it dissipates into a speck that you can no longer perceive with your mind's eye. This energy is not gone, though. It arose from within you, and it will always exist within you. All you need to do is amplify it in times when it has sizzled out. Now, release the visualization and take a moment to settle your breath back to its normal rhythm. Send your awareness throughout your entire body and slowly open your eyes. How does it feel to be you in this moment compared to before this meditation? Feel free to pause and journal or reflect on that a little longer if you need. Creating change is simple, but it's not easy. It's uncomfortable, and us humans don't like discomfort. It takes a level of willingness to be seen. Willingness to possibly make others uncomfortable because you are no longer showing up within the box that they know you to exist in. And I think that's one major obstacle many of us face is that if people know the box of Elise, for example, to be and act and look a certain way, it can feel really hard to show up in any different way than that. And I think of this in terms of a quote. I am actually not sure who says the quote, but the quote goes something like this. I'm not who you think I am, and I'm not who I think I am. I am who I think you think I am. I know that's really confusing, so I'll say it one more time. I am not who you think I am. I am not who I think I am. I am who I think you think I am. So essentially, we tend to live our lives through the lens of what we think others think we're supposed to be. And essentially, what this obstacle is, is like a risk. We are risking the safety of what's known. We are risking the comfort of being known in our relationships and having easy, comfortable interactions with the people that know us. I think this is something especially alive for me, being extra sensitive to and attuned to other people's energies and other people's experiences. And having some people-pleasing tendencies that make me want to control and curate the experience of other people to make sure that they are pleased. <laughs> and you know, when we're in the motions of life, it's difficult to see from the inside that we're keeping ourselves stuck by choosing not to embody these traits that we know we want to embody, that we know are the, the truest expression of ourselves. It's easier to just stay safe, to stay the same in not only our own eye, but the eye of others as well. And I bring light to these few 
obstacles that come in the way of us claiming that energy that we want to embody because without bringing awareness to them, they can hold unconscious power over us. Simply acknowledging them can lessen the degree to which they hold power over us and our actions and the way we show up in life. So please accept my invitation to claim the energy that you want to embody, to step into that courageously, and I invite you to really keep that feeling alive within your body, just like we did in that meditation. Remember that that little ball of golden energy, that trait is always within you. You may just need to take some time to amplify that energy from time to time. That's all for today's conversation. I am extending my most heartfelt gratitude to you for spending this little chunk of time with me today and for being so present in listening to this conversation. I would love to hear what landed with you. What trait was on your heart during that meditation? And how did it feel to go through that meditation? Send me a message on Instagram DMs. I'm always over there at Elise Laureen. My handle will be in the episode description if you're not already friends with me over there. And with that, I am sending you my best wishes for the most beautiful day ahead whenever you're listening in. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye!